There's a conspiracy afoot that's pulling the world into darkness. Information is the new battlefield. Propaganda, disinformation, and media manipulation dominate the minds of the public. Join us on the Dark to Light Show as we remove the head of the snake and expose media censorship, social and cultural engineering, and the unfolding global conspiracy of the New World Order. Welcome back to the Dr. Light Show. My name is Josh here with Jim Price. Hope everybody is doing well out there. And yeah. Jim, what what is new in the world? What is the <laughs> what is the, the, the going themes today in the world? The goings on. Well, it's just me doing a, a quick a quick check on Mr. Hotsey or Hotsey or Hotsey or whatever. Pre- uh, professor, I didn't know he's a professor. Peter Hotsey, MD, PhD. He's got a lot of initials, which means obviously. Uh, he's a doctor. I play a doctor on TV, so, I mean, we, we got the same qualifications, obviously. Um, but Mr. Hotsey is a guy who's actually telling uh, uh, RFK that he he's a science denier, and he's an anti-vaxxer, and he's all these other things. And, in fact, he's actually came out, uh, Mr. Kennedy said c- quite often, I'm not a vaccine denier. In fact, I believe vaccines do work, except for they have to go through efficacy and make sure that they are, you know, not killing people. And uh, and he says I will do, you know I I support vaccines and all this other stuff. Well, this Hotsey's come out and the completely the other side said he's just a science denier. You know, shame, shame. You know, all this other stuff. Well, he put out a tweet today, and this is only um, just a few minutes ago. Uh, this says pretty uh, looks pretty looks like a pretty big venue this morning here in Orlando Convention Center. Four thousand attendees. I'm told for my lecture. Global Vaccines and Vaccinations, the Science versus the Anti-Science. Well, he takes a, v- a picture of the venue, and he's showing, like, the backdrop, which is really kind of weird. I don't know why he showed that one. But then the other one is a picture of the crowd, but there's only, like, five people in the audience. So I'm not really sure how he's advertising this very well as a, you know, <laughs> saying well, there's 4,000 well, people he's there. He's a vaccine scientist. He doesn't mean he's good at math. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, yes. it, it doesn't seem like he's good at approximations and math is what. And we're talking about uh, uh, Hoaxy right here, right? Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's written within his name, Hoaxy, right? But, um, oh, yeah. You know, it, it, it's interesting. Let, let's talk about vaccines for a second. All right. Let's do it. I'm down for the so, sickness. Think about everybody down with a sickness, right? Like, well, yeah. Firstly. <laughs> Human beings in their current form have been on this planet in their evolved homo sapiens sapien form for about 200,000 years. But this is what science tells us. I think it's a give, lot, give or take a, a hundred thousand. Give mean, or take yeah. a, about a, a million. But okay. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I mean, you know, I, I've, I've sat there and talked with, uh, uh, you know, Dr. Cremo. Multiple, multiple different times with forbidden archaeology where there's massive evidence of uh, extreme human antiquity. And so, mm-hmm. you know, we have evidence that supports intelligent life on this planet uh, millions and millions of years ago. So right. when I look at vaccines, I, I have to wonder, what were we doing right the first 200,000 years to where in 1900 – you know, vaccines became an everyday apparent thing. That, oh, right. we, we need these vaccines. Population's getting bigger. We, we might want to protect each other. Why? You, you that know, doesn't make, that's, that's opposite of what... Right. Earth, like, sorry, it, it, it doesn't make much sense. And so, right. you know, they'd say, well, vaccines work. Well, do they really? 
do, do they really work? I mean, let's look yeah. at the data. So I have in front of me a document right. that was filed on February 15th, 2021. It is a peer-reviewed published study called The Control Group, the pilot right. survey of unvaccinated Americans, statistical evaluation of health outcomes in the unvaccinated. And this is the full report. This is by Joe Gardner. Um, right. You can find this at con the thecontrolgroup.org. All right. Okay. And what this goes through is a kind of a, a scientific perspective of following around unvaccinated people and vaccinated people over a long right. period of time. And then what they did is they compared their health. Mm -hmm. And okay. what they found out, Jim, uh -oh. is that this is astronomical indifference. Well, and what did me, they, they stutter 114 people like they did with the uh, tetanus shot? No, this is, is that... thousands upon thousands of people. Okay, <laughs> Right, I know. Yeah. And what they found out is that people who are vaccinated in their youth, okay? Right. Have a higher, extreme higher probability of heart disease, cancers, and terminal illnesses. Right. Okay? Yeah. Now... Out of the amount of people studied over this very, very long period study, 1%, 1% of the unvaccinated people would get heart mm -hmm. disease, diabetes, cancer, or any type of terminal illness within their life. Nice. 96% of all vaccinated people would get those diseases. Yeah. That seems like I want to go out and get a not vaccination. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like, how do we undo hey, what has been done? Well, here's here's a credibility issue for your Mr. Hotsey, Hotsey, Mr. Peter Hotsey. Uh, this article just came out today in a groundbreaking revelation. It has come to light that Peter is an esteemed vaccine researcher, researcher uh, has been entangled in a web of funding, collaboration, and research with a Chinese military scientist potentially involved in the development of come on josh guess what it was guess what uh, it was uh, uh, uh corona cor oh, coronavirus yeah the old mexican beer flu um the it says that uh that key chinese military virologist and uh, hum i don't know what and is the smoking gun um, the evidence showing that he was actually a part of the development of the gain of function uh, at the Wuhan virus, and he was getting about, mm, wait for it, a million bucks a year. What? No way. Yep. That can't be real. He claimed he never profited off of this. The NIAID, <laughs> led by Dr. Fauci, was granting uh, Mr. Hotsey's project called the RBDT... RBD, um, this is a re uh, recumbent protein-based SARS vaccine for biodefense. That sounds scary. Um, so he was getting a million bucks a year. So don't worry about that. And uh, Mr. Dr. Shibu something, I, a Chinese name, was listed as the principal investigator. So, and this guy is actually... Oh my gosh, he's got. Well, you're gonna have I don't to even send how to. Me that. I want to I I dig into that one <laughs> and call out Mr. Hotsey. 
So yeah, he's uh, he, his credibility really isn't. I mean, when you find the dollars behind it, it's like what is it? A hundred percent of the scientists will agree with you as long as you're paying for the research. Is that isn't that the average or something like well, that? Well, yeah. I mean, so we have to understand that the medical institution that has arisen since the beginning of the 20th century is a medical industrial complex. It stemmed out of the bio and chemical weapon factories of World War One. Right. This is DuPont. This is uh, Ivy Far- German Ivy Farben. Right. This German. Is who- yeah. This They're is all DuPont. German based. German. <laughs> Sorry. This Sorry, is buddy. DuPont. This is IG Farben. And they make up our biopharma companies today. And so when we look at kind of where this is at now, the, these companies came out of the beginnings of the military industrial complex. Hmm. So you got to ask yourself, what was the the primary goal of these companies. Let's go back there. Let, let, let's go back and look at that time. Because during this time, Americans were relatively healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, most people grew their own vegetables and raised their own food. Uh, most people grew their own medicine and would go down to the local store where they could get uh, a few other things that normally weren't available, but you could go to the holistic practitioners, the uh, um, the naturopathic doctors, the right allopathic doctors, these types of things. You could mm-hmm. go in there and you could grab any type of medication that you needed. And the medication typically was foods, herbs, or some specialty like cocaine, right? Right. <laughs> but Cocaine. So Sorry. what changed? Well, during this time frame in the late 19th century, there was a kind of cultural, um, I don't want to say revolution, but a, a, a cultural progression occurring within the elite ranks. And this was because the minority population in the United States of America was on an ever-increasing rise. And so the elites took to this and wanted to stop the mixing of the gene pools with these minority populations. So what they did is they petitioned and created eugenics courts. In the late 19th century, eugenics courts were created. And this would basically, if if anybody had deemed you, you know, stupid, idiot, moron, imbecile, these types of things, you could be charged by a court and castrated because of this. This is where Margaret Sanger comes about. Oh, you never knew this? Castration? Oh, absolutely. Castration. Chemical oh. castration. Wait a minute. Why does that sound so familiar? I mean, Golly. chemical castration because someone is stupid enough and they don't want them reproducing. I don't know. It, it just sounds familiar for some reason. Right. But this is where Margaret Sanger came in, and this is Planned Parenthood. This was funded by the Rockefeller Foundation. And this actually goes on until the mid-1930s. Interesting enough is the, the Nazis, when they came about, they model their eugenics laws after the eugenics laws in the United States. This is the dark history that people don't know of the United States of America. They modeled their yeah. eugenics laws after the eugenics laws of the United States. And so vaccines came about primarily in 1903, the first Supreme Court case, 1913, 1921. But you know who was getting vaccinated, Jim? Who's that? 
It wasn't the elite. It wasn't the middle class or the upper class. It was all the lower classes that were getting vaccinated. Uh, the smallpox vaccines and eventually the polio, vac- polio vaccines. And you got to wonder if these same people that owned the biochemical pharma companies, the original ones, that were funding the eugenics courts are not the ones that brought about a way to chemical castrate people or shorten their lifespan or just make them sick and ill with the introduction of vaccines into the populace. I'm going to get into more of this when we get back with more Dark Delight Show after this. Hey guys, Josh here. Mike Lindell of MyPillow has been an amazing patriot supporting President Trump and conservative and Christian values throughout the last four to five years with everything that's been going on. We ask you to go out to MyPillow.com and help support Mike Lindell as well as myself and this show, The Dark Delight Show, with using promo code RPP to save up to 66% on your purchase. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. The world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. Secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv slash patriot. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. We have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it, by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver, and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor, and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900, or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. Dark Delight on the WYSL stations. This woman has to be gotten to a hospital. A hospital? What is it? It's a big building with patients, but that's not important right now. (laughs) (laughs) Look, you stupid bastard, you've got no arms left. Yes, I have. Look, just a flesh wound. Calling Dr. Howard, Dr. Fine, Dr. Howard. Achoo. 
I'm not dead. Yeah. He said he's not dead. Yes, he is. I'm not. All right. Welcome back to the Dark Delight Show. So, Jim. It's we'll, merely we'll, a flesh wound. It's merely a flesh wound. I got no arms. All right. So, what, what happens here is we have the introduction of vaccines in the early 20th century, and these are primarily given to what the elite, what the rich and the wealthy would declare to be the dirty class, the, the, the plebes at the bottom. They're so dirty and filthy, they're going to get us all sick. Let's inject mm-hmm. them with the, the, the medicine to, to stop them from getting us sick. Well, what comes out of this? Well, you get Planned Parenthood is number one of the number one things that comes out of this. But then you right. get the Rockefeller Foundation after the 1930s, uh, when you have basically the reformulation of the government under FDR and the rise of the Nazis, basically saying, hey, we got to get away from this whole eugenics thing. The Nazis are blowing this out of proportion and are going to ruin our thunder. So they go out there and sponsor something known as the Flexner Report. Have you heard of the Flexner Report, Jim? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep, the Flexner Report comes out and basically takes modern, it basically establishes modern medicine. It creates the food pyramid. It goes out there and discusses nutrition and how it's laid and basically states that medicine should be in the hands of doctors and doctors should be licensed and this should be government regulated and that, you know, regular stores, general stores should not be able to sell drugs and that has to be licensed and controlled and that, uh, you know, drugs... uh, that these, these certain herbs and medicines should not be allowed to be on the marketplace. And this is the creation of the modern-day medical system. Hmm. Now, is Sounds it interesting... devious. Yeah, I mean, is it interesting that since that time, you know, it took, what, 30 years from that point in time to where we find the first genetically modified crops... And, you know, up until 1972 to 1978, Americans were relatively healthy. It was uh, very difficult to find an obese person. But when they started genetically modifying wheat in the 1970s, many people think corn's the first genetically modified crop. It was actually wheat. This is why we got celiac disease and gluten allergies, because wheat was the number one genetically modified crop beginning in the 1970s and then comes soy and then comes corn and And comes gluten intolerance well yeah and then within 20 year time frame what do you have you have a population that is completely sick because what happens is these things eat the lining of the stomach Mm -hmm. they erode the lining of the stomach now you add sugar into the mix you add other harmful chemicals like glyphosate and so forth into the mix, and that eats mm-hmm. away the lining of the stomach, and then food particles are allowed to get through the intestine into the bloodstream. Your body sees those food particles, produces an immune response to those food particles. Then the next time that you eat that food, guess what happens? You have an immune response. That's called an allergy. Before yep. the 1940s and 50s, people really didn't have allergies. Yep. It's all one big farce, people. It's one big farce. You've been lied to. You've been scammed. You've been poisoned. And it's going to continue to happen unless we as the people stand up to these tyrants. 
And yes, I will say this right now, is it's the establishment, it's the elites, it's the globalists. These are the people, it is these ruling, dominating families who control the money, who control the corporations. They are the ones who are perpetuating this. Yeah. I mean, when you think about, like you just said, like how the allergies and the things that cause sickness, the inflammation, it's just mucus, guys. I mean, if you want to get really right down to what a lot of what ails you is just the histamines creating an immune response, which is mucus. And a lot of what you're dealing with from over, you know, obesity, liver failure, kidney failure, different things in your bio, you know, your gut, your bio, you know, uh, uh, makeup inside your gut. That's all. You're just dealing with snot. I don't know how else to put. I'm trying to kind of gross you out a little bit, but just get you to realize that you know you have been manipulated. And go back to heirloom seeds. Find the heirlooms. Find the ones that actually work. That don't have all the GMO crap in there. When you want to plant your garden and do things like that to get away from these quote unquote inflammation causing <laughs> vegetation or or plants around us. That's right. And, and, you know, th this is the thing. We need to get back to a holistic medicine approach. And, and we need to get back to understanding how our body works. I mean, I, listen, I, I'm not going to lie. I mean, the last year for me has been incredibly stressful. It's been incredibly it, – there's just a lot of things going on in life, right? And I mean, I'm not going to get into my personal soul keen right now. But, you know, I've gained a lot of weight in the last year. And mm -hmm. I made it a mission starting just recently, of course, just recently, to, to, to go ahead and say, okay, I, I'm done with this. I'm, I'm removing the toxicity from my life. I'm removing the toxic people from my life. I, I'm going to focus on me now, and I'm going to do what I need to do. And, right. I mean, typically, you know, growing up, I was uh, muscular. I was, I was stocky, right? I mean, I had a good muscle mass, carried just a little bit of fat, but, you know, I, I, I packed a good punch. In the military, right. I got shredded. And, you know, then what happens is you fall into these norms. You fall into the, st the sad diet, the standard American diet. And, right. and that's where it really begins to happen because when, when you go to the store and you're picking up everything within the, uh, the center aisles, right, then you know there's a problem. Right. Oh, yeah. But, you know, what are your thoughts on fasting, Jim? Do you fast? I'm actually on a 36-hour a, a fast right now. Uh, last time I ate was on Sunday evening around uh, probably 8, 8.30 or 9, and uh, had a snack. But I haven't eaten since then. And so tonight when I have dinner is the first time I'm going to eat since Sunday. And I'm going to tell you right now. Everybody says, oh, I'm going to be starving. I'm going to be so dying. Oh, my gosh. No. I think we have become no different than how people try to quit smoking. They like the, they like the motion of smoking, the lighting the cigarette, the puffing, the flicking, those things. People actually miss the, 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 uh, the kinesthetic part of it, right? Well, I think a lot of what people don't realize is the benefits of actual going into a 24-, 36-hour fast and just say, hey, I'm not going to eat on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. And what you find out is actually last night I had tons of energy. I wasn't drowsy. I wasn't like all like, oh, you know, it's oh, it's seven o'clock. I gotta start. You know, I'm gonna start heading to the bed or whatever. I didn't have that. I wasn't hungry. Now a little bit to about nine, ten o'clock last night. I was like, you know what? I could probably go for a stack. But that was the pattern, the pattern that I was used to taking and intaking food. Now my body hasn't deteriorated. I'm not 
crawling around on my hands and knees with lack of energy. But in reality, I have more energy. And if you go into the science of what fasting does, and I've drinking water and I drank my coffee, and I took my, my supplements, and I, when I take supplements, I'm taking minerals. The only thing I don't take that's a mineral is my tart cherry. Um, but I so took do those. do you do minerals when you're fasting? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I still take them. So the only thing I'm ingesting is just the minerals. So do you um, do like a beef broth, a chicken broth, and just mix it in no. with there? Do you use pills? What? No. Just pills. I'm I'm uh, I'm big on taking pills. I'm a I'm a big Mick uh, <laughs> Jagger fan, right? Uh, the pills a hill. Um, no, I just I take all my vitamins in the morning, and I uh, that's a li- that, but, I, but I'm not. Go <laughs> I take it, boy. Um, no, I take and I even take my hundred Scoville of uh, cayenne pepper. Okay. And I've had no ill effects. No 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 nothing. Well, let's so talk it's been about good. This. I, I think this is a good conversation. We'll be back with more dark delight show right after this. Dark Delight on the WYSL stations. All right, back to the Dark Delight show. The Dark Delight show. Yes, sir. Dark Delight show. Dark Delight. Dark Delight. Hey, dark there you life. go. No, it's Dark to Life because oh, you're coming like out that. of all that darkness like and you're that. creating a new life. I like the Phoenix. That. I'm right Bingo. Now. The J and J that won't kill you, right? So, no. Um, we were talking about fasting, and I know that we both have understand this whole process, but. When you go through it, like I first thought of fasting, I'm like, I'm gonna, I can't do it. I can't be hungry. Yeah, I'm gonna die. You know, Actually, <laughs> and I was it, like, it, it's probably the most exhilarating. Um, so, for everybody out there, I mean, when um, before COVID hit, from mm-hmm. about 2018 and the 2019, I, I heard about fasting. Right. Uh, keto and fasting. So I went out there and I'm like, I'm going to do this. And I was, I wasn't that overweight. I, you know, I was like too, like for me, I'm about a good 190, like pretty right. jacked. Right. Yeah. And I was probably about 215. So not that bad. And 215, I carry it really well. Right. And I'm like, I'm going to do this. Right. And, uh, and I started learning everything I could learn. And you know how I did that? Jo- Joe Rogan's podcast, like, Seriously, it was Joe Rogan's podcast day in, day out, just listening to these professionals, these experts, and these people have gone through it. Um, And I started fasting, and I was afraid at first, like, I'm going to get hungry, like, I'm going to get dizzy, and all this stuff. Like, people are like, I'm going to die. You know, the dizziness (laughs) isn't low blood sugar, right? Right. The dizziness isn't the low blood sugar. It's just your body adjusting to the new norm. But um, Mm -hmm. I started fasting, and I'm like, okay, like, you know, you you do the first one 18 hours, right? So you... I started with OMAD, one, uh, one meal a day, so time right. eating. So basically the, the idea behind it is that you choose an eating window, a feasting window, and right. every th- everything in between is a fast. So only water or coffee or tea, and you fast. So I would eat for a, a four-hour window from 3 to 7 p.m. And right. typically one meal within there or just, you know, you don't want to randomly snack, but one meal in there. And your meal is usually about two to three handfuls of food. It doesn't right. matter what you eat, just two to three yeah. handfuls of food. And um, I started feeling really good, and I started dropping a little weight. And by the way, I was vegan before this. Oh, and I had gained sorry. the weight sorry from about being that. vegan. Okay? <laughs> and I had gained the weight from being vegan. Yeah. And then I went on an all, I went switched immediately to an all-meat diet. 
and I got like all backed up and stuff. I'm like, okay, this isn't working. So that's why I went into this. But um, right. I, I, I said, okay, I'm going to do a fast. And I did a 24 hour fast and I felt like really good. It wasn't hard. Then yeah. I did a, a 48 hour fast. I'm like in the 48 hour fast. That's when you feel it. That's yeah. when you really feel it. It hitting that about 48 hours in a fast or 36 hours in a fast, your body right. starts responding and you become more alert, more mm -hmm. clear minded. The brain fog goes away. You fall asleep easier. You want to go to bed earlier with sundown. Um, you, you feel your body responding. Things start moving in your body. Some people who've never yep. fasted before and they do their first fast at about 36 hours, they'll get the poops. Yep. And the reason is, is because your body's clearing out all that excess because it's, it's trying to find food, right? So it's right. trying to, okay, well, I got some stuff still in my intestines or in my colon. Let's get it all cleared out. And it, it yeah. starts moving things. And I'll tell you, I've done a seven-day water fast before. Wow. I actually started with a three-day dry fast and then went into four days excess with a water fast. I have right. never felt so incredible in my life. I dropped yeah. 20 pounds in seven days. Yep. And I felt absolutely amazing. The only problem that yep. I had Go is ahead. when I went into keto. And so keto uh, for me is when you have very, very high fat concentrations in your system, uh, in right. your bloodstream with very little sugar. Um, I get kind of tachycardia, which is probably mm -hmm. not normal. Um, but I mean, I was going zero carbs, zero, zero, zero carbs. So very, right. uh, high efficiency keto diet, which is not good. I don't recommend it to anybody, but the, the fasting thing, man, absolutely amazing. I'm like, I'm probably going to fast here the next few days. So go, go ahead. Right. I know you want to jump in on this conversation. Well, no, I mean, it, those are all the, I mean, there's so many benefits there. I mean, everything that does. Okay. So like the whole idea of like the, the people like were like, Oh, on Fridays, I only eat fish. Right. Or whatever. Some of the biblical tie in, some of those things have gotten lost in the superstition and tradition of, of religion. But in reality, you know, there's benefits to drinking vinegar. There's benefits to not eating. There's benefits to, I, I talked to a lady and I've told, I think I've told this on the show, uh, Vicky, a friend of mine, her dog is like 14 or 15 years old. He's got, he was blind in one eye, had tumors on his side and all this stuff. And she's like, oh, when I get back, I'm probably going to have to put my dog down because we were at this event and uh, she was there. And I was like, well, you know, we overfeed our dogs by like 30%. Like we really should let them skip a day between meals. And she's like, oh, what? I'm like, well, you know, I really, here's the thing is you're talking about putting your dog down when you go back. I said, what do you have to lose besides cutting back on his feed? I mean, you're already talking about putting him down. Well, what would the, see what this would do? She goes, oh, uh, uh, okay. Well, she, about a week later, she texts me and she's like, oh my gosh, I have a brand new dog. My dog meets me at the door and he runs up and down the stairs. And I'm like, what? She's like, yeah, it's just been a week and I've, I've feed him you know, every other day, like you said. And I'm like, okay. And so she continued doing it. Her dog, this has been almost a year now. Her dog still runs around like a new puppy. Only because he doesn't ingest dog food consistently. He's not always on the trough. And our bodies have this huge ability to go in and get rid of cancer cells and abnormal cells, get rid of the, the inflammation that we were just talking about. And it's so beneficial. And like Josh was saying, there's some real extreme versions you can go to. And you, I mean, you got to kind of know what you're doing. 
But like for me, like he said, I, I, I've got plenty of energy. I woke up this morning. I wasn't looking for coffee. I wasn't looking for food. I was just like, oh, yeah, I'm going to eat later tonight. And that was it. And I, really, guys, the only thing you fight when you say you need to eat is yourself. And see how it is that a lot of this comes back to self-control, uh, those kind of things. So just think about those. You know, When you think about how the system in your body works, your body is amazing. It will heal itself. Just give it some water. Give it give your minerals. It's going to do great. Yes, the fasting thing is absolutely necessary. And I know the psychological part of it is a big part. But really, the physical part is so beneficial. You're gonna, you're really, you're gonna love it. So anyway, I, I call it primal I, living. Yeah, yeah. Think about if you were a hunter gatherer, you're not going to eat steak every day, right? You know, and, and, it, you, you might know, go a few animals, days without something to eat. <laughs> with your animals, what I highly recommend to people out there, yeah, is cut back on the dog chow. Right. Okay. What I would do is I would go out there. And I would buy the scrap meat, you know, the stew meat and stuff at the oh, grocery yeah, store. Yeah, yeah. I would yeah. buy some, um, you know, beans and rice and, and, and other things. Right. And I would make your own dog food, only a little bit at a time because you can't store it for too long. Make your own dog food. And, you, and, you, yeah. and if you, you know, if you can't get away from the dog food, oh, that's fine. Just mix them in there. But feed them mm -hmm. real food and, and then alternate do like you know feed them real food for two days and then let them fast for a day your dogs will absolutely love you i'm telling you i've been doing it for for about six months now and my dog right. like my i had one dog that was incredibly overweight right and she's now healthier than ever like right. she's she's muscle 100 pounds big dog right but absolutely happy and well-fed dog so that is one yeah. thing for dogs, absolutely. If you have a dog that's sick or old and decrepit, try fasting them. Try giving them real, actual food. Like, you know, I have an elderly cat. She's 17, 18 years age. Oh, wow. And she's still, she's healthy as can be. But yeah. she uh, she can't, she doesn't like to eat hard food, so she wants all the, like, the liquid lickables. And I'm, like an idiot, yeah. I'm out there buying the $1.50 lickable packs, and I'm sitting there going... This is just bone broth, chicken broth, and a little bit of tuna. What am I doing? Right. So I went out there and yeah. bought bone broth, chicken broth, and, and dollar cans of tuna, and I've been feeding it to her, and she now finishes the whole thing. She now eats the whole thing. And I'm sitting there going, I can't believe I was making that dumb mistake, but I'm making my own cat food now. Well, the and most profitable item in a grocery store is dog food. Oh, I don't doubt just it. Just if you want to think of it that way, the most profitable item that they sell in a grocery store is dog food. Yeah, they, they sweep it up off the floor of the butcher's shops. Mm -hmm. They they cook it down. They dehydrate it, and they throw it in these little bits, and they feed it to dogs. Well, isn't yeah. that how Kibbles and Bits was actually formed? Is uh, Kibbles made the, uh, the, the cracker-like food for the American soldiers during the Civil War. Oh, wow. And when they came <laughs> back, nobody was buying it because nobody wanted right. to eat that garbage. And so they started feeding it to dogs and got the idea of dry dog food. And that's kind of how Kibbles and Bits was born. Um, wow. But, I, I mean. Kibbles and Bits. I remember yeah. that. And people Kibbles and Bits and Bits and Bits. People who meet me Sunday be like, dude, you, you need to fast. <laughs> I'm looking like, I know. I know. But nah. Well, but stress. Hey, guys, stress is a huge thing. I mean, Josh is dealing with a lot of things. I've been dealing with a lot of things. 
I'm working like crazy, but you know, he's got younger kids. He's got a family he's doing. He's got, had to move this last year, but there's stress, no excuses, Jim. there's no excuses. Well, there's no stress excuses is horrible on your body. It is. It, 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 it takes its toll. And if anybody wants to have that conversation one day, I would sit down with you and have that, that conversation about yeah. in, in doing the shows that I do. I mean, mm-hmm. with this radio show, my daily podcast, my Friday show, my show that I do tonight on an amp, I was doing two more shows with that, and then all my guest appearances I do, Twitter spaces. I mean, that's a full-time job and more with the amount of research and stuff that I have to do. I have to keep up on current events. And just keeping right. up on current events is massively stressful. I, right. I'll be honest, massively stressful. Yep. Oh, Yeah. I play that game, too. It's like, well, I, I actually quit one of the networks I was with. Um, I was doing a, a, a thing with them because I was doing between some days between four and five hours of custom content, you know, plus other interviews. And it's like I, I was exhausted. I was getting to the point where I felt like I just I, I can't do this. So I cut out one of the networks, uh, said, you know, hey, I need to do something different here. And uh, I feel better for it. I had to cut back some of that. Because it was, you know, one, it wasn't making me any money because they were they were gaining all the profit from it because they weren't doing that, which was bad on their part. Uh, but yeah, have, you have to cut so much stress out once in a while, guys. You do, absolutely. Hey, we'll be right back with more Dark Delight Show right after this. Well, I'd be if I wouldn't work all day, baby. And I'd be if I wouldn't bring you my pay. Hey guys, Josh here. Mike Lindell of MyPillow has been an amazing patriot supporting President Trump and conservative and Christian values throughout the last four to five years with everything that's been going on. We ask you to go out to MyPillow.com and help support Mike Lindell as well as myself and this show, The Dark Delight Show, with using promo code RPP to save up to 66% on your purchase. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. The world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. And secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv patriot. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. We have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it, by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver, and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor, and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. 
You can give him a call at 720-605-3900 or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. Dark Delight on the WYSL stations. All right. Scotch, scotch, scotch. I like scotch. (laughs) All right, Jim Price. Yes, sir. So talk to me. Talk to me about linen. What is this about linen that you're talking about? Okay, so this has been a a progression, right? So for me, it started back in probably early 2015, or late 2015, early 2016, probiotics, tart cherry to help get rid of the blemishes on my face, help balance the pH in my blood. And now today, I'm at 2023, and the end of June here, beginning of July, and I'm now shopping for linen clothes. And linen is made from flax. And a lot of people know flaxseed oil is good for estrogen uh, and the the woman's body to help balance that out, and flaxseed and different things, and people use it for nutrients and stuff. But flax itself actually creates a resonance that uh, actually brings a positive resonance to your body. So when you think of like... um, uh, flax will bring it up. Cotton keeps it neutral. So cotton is neutral with your body. Uh, like uh, Lycra, spandex, petroleum products actually drop the vibration of your body down and creates a negative energy within you. And this is all – this you can scientifically follow all this stuff. This is not something that Jim Price just made up or a guy on the corner selling linen is trying to sell you on. This has actually been researched a lot. And just like in the Bible, it says not to combine – uh, linen and wool because it actually is like a toxic to your body. Your body is there's a toxicity to it, and it's not like just because the Bible said it. It's that no, it's because they've actually went and researched this. But linen is actually very beneficial not only to the environment but actually to you as well. And so cotton's a great product. Nothing wrong with cotton. I'm not negating that at all. But when you put the lycra and the in the different types of petroleum products in there, it actually creates a negative in you. Even though there's cotton blend in there. When you find out that actually linen boosts your uh, immunity, your positivity, your your energy levels, and then plastics, nylons, they all drag you down. Hmm. So that was my uh, spiel on that. But there's more to it. I mean, there's so, – and so that's, you know, you that's a lifestyle. on your skin matters. Yeah. Like lotions. Don't ever put lotion on your body, guys. I don't care if you say you got dry skin. I don't care – do not there's put some lotion dude on your right body. Right now, like rubbing lotion, it just stop mid wipe. Oh, <laughs> what did he just say? <laughs> yeah, no. It, it, we our body, our skin, that is that you're the largest organ you have, and so it absorbs what you take. Like the iodine that I use on my skin and stuff, on my face and everything else. What I drink in my body, I take my hundred drops a day. Um, you know, it my when I put iodine on my skin to to heal these scars I used to have. Well, that you can see it absorb. Well, what do you think that you know that uh, stuff that all those chemicals are putting in there from you know Nivea and all those other things? What do you think those are doing to your body? What do you think it's doing to your estrogen levels, your testosterone, and all the other stuff like uh, suntan lotions? You want to not burn? Quit wearing sunglasses. That's the best sun- sunscreen in the world. Stop wearing sunglasses. Yep. Stop wearing sunglasses. Stop putting sunscreen on your body when you go outside. How about this? If you get burned from going outside, you're out there too long. Yeah. Common sense. Get out of the sun for a minute. Ding dong. (laughs) You know what? You know what actually happens is that as you go. So what happens is you start going outside in the summer, right? And your skin isn't adjusted to it. And you don't put on sunscreen. You go out there a few times to get your arms and your face kind of out there, right? You get a little bit right. of, a, of a crispiness. 
Uh-huh. But eventually, by the end of the summer, you don't need sunscreen. You can stay out there for hours at a time, and you'll have a nice tan. And you won't need sunscreen, and your skin won't burn. And the reason being is because your body adjusts. It produces the natural hormones. It produces the natural biological reaction to its environment. This is what we've all been fooled about. That, you know, I I would say that one of the number one causes of skin cancer, melanomas, is sunscreen lotion. Is the stuff that we put on our skins. Bingo! Oh, women put on their face every day because I don't want my face to. I don't need it. I don't need to get any sun on my face. So they put sunscreen on, the and sunscreen then they put their war paint on over the top of that. Yeah, I mean you're encapsulating the sunscreen into your body. You put your war paint on, and then you use some other chemical at night to take the war paint off, and then you put some more chemical on before you go to bed, and then you wake up in the morning and you recycle that whole process, and you wonder why your your skin doesn't feel like it should. Well, think think about the ingredients. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah, don't even talk about those. Yeah, ingredients. I, I want to look this up. What, what are the sunscreen ingredients? Okay, and just mm-hmm. typical sunscreen. Well, if and they have more I'm than twelve name... letters in the word, don't put it on your body. Yeah, I'm not going to name <laughs> the, uh, the the brand here. Okay. But you have azobenzenone, homosalate, oxalate, um, oxycycline, oxobenzone, and so I mean what? we have what. I, yeah, warning for yeah. external use only. Don't put this inside your body. <laughs> well, where does your skin connect to? The inside of your body. <laughs> yeah. we, we have um, hydrogenated dimer, dino, dimethyl carbonate, cobaliner, cytyl alcohol, triethylamylene, um, barrel alcohol. Um, you have um, l'oreal sarcosinate. I mean, oh, yeah. you know, yeah. Okay, I, I drink that all the time. Derivatives of something else, but you are putting this stuff on the largest organ of your body, and what's it doing? Is it's absor- it's absorbing into your body. You, yep. you want to know why people have that water underneath their tricep? Oh because yeah, you were talking about this on Friday. Your system is backed up. The it's neighbor waivers. Up. Yeah, because your yep. skin cannot exhaust toxins. I'm not one oh, to yeah. speak, but I don't have water right. in my arms. But <laughs> I still got a don't let the neighbor muscle. waivers get you right. Yeah. So you got adrenal gland stress. You got blocked adrenal glands. You got your lymph lymphatic system that's backed up. I mean, this but all these chemicals are literally known to do that. Everything for all the stuff you put on your skin, your lotions, all that literally shut down your lymphatic systems and they cause them to clog up. And that's why you you know a lot of women will get lymphatic uh, the lymph nodes taken out from their arm if they have breast cancer. Because it's tied right into each other. But selenium goes in and does a lot of balancing of the hormones and stuff like that and allows you to have that lymphatic drain. But we don't talk about selenium. Selenium is a mineral. It's not, a, it's not an herb. It's not a, a vitamin. It's a mineral. And yet we don't pay attention to it. That's why the Japanese didn't get cancer when they had the meltdown uh, with that nuclear plant over there. Because they have a high selenium diet. They didn't have any cancer reoccurrences. They didn't have an uptick in cancer. And they sit there and they had an entire millions and millions of people to study on. It's 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 the, the sad part of it is is we don't pay attention to what we know is really killing us and it's yeah. most of the chemicals we smear in our body. You know, if you are if you are over sixty and you're listening to this and you deal with chronic pain or chronic illness or something of that nature, I highly mm-hmm. recommend 
Number one is get rid of the standard American diet. Get rid of the breads, get rid of the high sugar content, the high fructose corn syrups, anything that comes in a can or a box, um, you know, anything that is not basically directly from the source. Just stop right. it, right? You start yeah. eating nothing but meats, healthy meats, chickens, uh, in its steaks, original stuff form. Like that in their original yeah. form with no additives and stuff that's not sitting at the grocery store. Try to buy local. But the key, the key is try doing intermittent fasting, especially yeah. if you are like, if you are someone out there who's suffering from severe illness and chronic pain and you've tried everything, try mm -hmm. intermittent fasting. I highly recommend it because I guarantee you it will change your life. And make sure Absolutely. that you get like a meter to check your glucose and your your uh, your ketones in your body because that'll definitely help you keep track of where you're at. But man, good show, Jim. All right, guys. Yep. Much appreciated. Hope you guys all have a great day. As a reminder, Sunday, July 2nd at the Beachcomber in Canisius Lake, two, uh, noon to 3 p.m. We will see you there. Jim Price and myself with WYSL. Have a great day. We'll talk to you guys soon.